0: There's just so much more to hear.
1: Download our podcast at Dubai I 1038.com.
0: Your weekend home for all things sports. This is The Grill on Dubai I 103.8. Live from Barasti, here's Tom Urquhart. Indeed it is. It's the Grill live with you through until 9 o'clock this evening. My name is Tom Urquhart. Uh, me and the Grill panel will be talking you through all the big sports stories uh, of the evening into the night. What have we got for you? Well, a certain Jose Mourinho has returned to the Premier League. How is he faring? That's the early kick-off in the Premier League. West Ham against Spurs we will give you a score update in just a few moments' time. Uh, Charlton are taking on Cardiff uh, over in the uh, Championship at present. Uh, that's the early kick-off down there. Leganas against Barcelona is just wrapping up as we speak. We'll give you a score update and a match report on that one. Real Betes taking on Valencia at 7 o'clock this evening. Action from the Bundesliga from 6.30 this evening. Juventus in action at 6.00. We've got Lyon against Nice in the early kickoff at 8.30 over in France whilst we're still on air. And at 7.00pm, six games in the Premier League. You will know when the goals go in. We'll tell you who, when, what, where and why uh, with regard the scorers and those scores will keep you updated. We are like your, your vocal video printer here this evening, keeping you updated on all of the latest developments, not just in the world of uh, football, but also rugby. European uh, uh, Champions and Challenge Cup action for you throughout the course of the evening. Davis Cup action for tennis fans out there. For golf fans, well, there's plenty going on right here on our doorstep. The DPWTC we will have all the latest for you on that, plus all the latest from the United States. We look ahead to the Abu Dhabi Grand. There's England against New Zealand, Australia against Pakistan, India against Bangladesh in the world of cricket. Sport, we got it covered. You're listening to the Grill live from Barasti where the game is always on. This is the Grill.
1: Join the conversation.
0: Text 4001 or message us for free on the Dubai I app. So, who's going to be talking us through it? Well, you, hopefully, because you can join the conversation. Do you get yourself down here to Barasti where you can take advantage of some amazing food and beverage offers whilst we are on air. at New timings on the grill between 6 and 9. wide. to take in all of the action from the Premier League and elsewhere to let you know the scores on the doors as they develop. Equally, if you'd like to have your say, please do that. Text me on 4001. You can have your say online as well at Dubai i138fm at Dubai iSports for you to have have your say on all the big sports stories of the day. Who's talking us through those stories? It is an absolute pleasure to welcome to the Rooftop Bar down here at Barasti, where the game is always on, Mr. Ross Christ, who's going to be taking us uh, through a variety of different sports. Christo, good to have you on board.
1: Yeah, good to be here. I like the new timing. It matches up great with these games, so we're going to get a lot more sports action. Come up and join us at the Rooftop Garden. Sunset just went down. We'll be here till nine o'clock, keeping an eye on everything sports. I got my eye on the any NHL NFL Week 12. Hopefully no players are hitting each other in the head with helmets in this one. The Emirates Gridiron League played some games this weekend. We have Dante Wilder going against Luis Ortiz in Vegas tonight for the WBC heavyweight belt. And, of course, the big talking point this week has got to be Jose Mourinho taking over the reins there at Tottenham doing quite well in his first game up three to one with 78 minutes left.
0: So you're making your debut uh, here in the new timings of the grill between six and nine. Why are we doing six and nine? Uh, Well ordinarily we used to go through to what seven o'clock and then hand over to live commentary uh, of a featured Premier League game courtesy of our friends at TalkSport. That is no longer and that's why we thought why are we just building up to a game and then turning off and not letting you know what's going on. Uh, So we'll talk you through all the games, the 7 o'clock kickoffs in the English Premier League, and, of course, the big games across Europe, not forgetting other sport ongoing around the world. To that end, another man making his debut at this new time slot. Is that right? Am I right in saying that or not?
2: Oh, Tom, it's been a long uh, eight or nine years that we've been at Brasti, so I can't remember back whether this is a new time slot or not. But it's great to be back here, 6 to 9, rooftop uh, terrace, and the sunset has been magnificent. And uh, it's great to see the special one is back. Ross Crisp is back at Barasti. It's fantastic <laughs> to see that. And Jose Mourinho is also back in the Premier League. And he's having a, a great day with his new club, Tottenham Hotspur. They lead West Ham 3-1, 10 minutes remaining. And it's been really pretty much in cruise control for Spurs. They led two-nil half time goals by uh, Sun Hung Min after 36 minutes. Lucas Moura added the double. And then Harry Kane with a header at the start of the second half. Mikhail Antonio's pulled one back for uh, West Ham. But it's Tottenham in full control against West Ham. They lead 3-1 with 10 minutes remaining.
0: Well, let's talk about this game if we can, because so much chat uh, midweek. This time last week, uh, we were talking about possible um, uh, manager uh, 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 vacancies. Uh, there was chat about Pellegrini. Again, he's been he's on the receiving end of another big defeat here. There was chat about Unai Emery as well, whether he would stay in his job for that long as well. There wasn't a huge amount of chat around uh, Mauricio Pochettino, given the fact that he's the man that took um, a threadbare team, uh, a, a squad that hadn't invested a in new player for over 12 months to the Champions League final last year. OK, yeah, uh, see, the, the beginning of this season hasn't been ideal for them, but there wasn't chat about him exiting until, what, Tuesday or so? And then we got the big news, and then that was followed up a couple of hours later by even bigger news.
2: Do you not think that do- that deal was done uh, before... Must Jose Mourinho been, was done and dusted before uh, Pochettino moved on? I kind of feel sorry for the guy. Look, he's, he's overachieved with Spurs, albeit the argument is he hasn't won a lot of silverware, but to take that team to perform consistently in the Premier League, to, to reach a Champions League final with pretty much not signing any players within a sort of 18-month period. He's done fantastically well. He's made a lot of really good players at Spurs much better. He's turned, turned them into a few world-class players there, the likes of Harry Kane, Delia Alley's at his time. Uh, Son Ongman has been fantastic as well. So he's, he's done a really good job at the club. He seems like always like a classy performer. He, he uh, seems to be a great coach. He always seems to say the right things at press conferences. And you just feel that uh, it's kind of been brewing, hasn't it, this season? They just started really slowly. They had a bad uh, end to last year's Premier League, albeit making that Champions League final. And they just haven't got any sort of start this, 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 this season at all. And uh, there seems to be a bit of dressing room discontent that seems to be rumbling away there. I think there's been a, an issue between uh, the, the, Matt, the or himself and uh, the leadership at, uh, at Spurs, obviously, the new stadium investments taking a lot of resources out of potential transfers, and it looks as though it 's just been brewing for a while and uh, enough was enough we did, We looked to see whether it was a mutual just a, a mutual parting of ways, but um, Spurs came out and said he was fired it wasn 't uh, sort of let 's uh, go on nice terms here he, he was fired So, but I don't think he'll be out of a job for too long Tom we were talking about it that there might be a vacancy at West Ham very shortly I'm not sure that's the direction he'd want to go and albeit you're making a nice North London uh, sort of argument or East London argument for Pochettino I think he's got bigger fish to fry I think I think you know we've been talking about Real Madrid in recent years you know Manchester United have talked about he came into the discussion uh, 12 months ago I think there's a big club there waiting from you know, Bayern Munich at some stage you are going to want to manager as well. So I think uh, the world's his oyster and I wouldn't expect to see him out of a job for too long.
0: Yeah, but do you wait as a manager of his uh, of his ability? Do you wait, uh, given the fact that you're sort of in your prime of your manager role? And, and, and a lot of the big clubs that you've talked about there have managers in place on long-term contracts.
2: I, I'm sure he's had probably offers this week to go to clubs and he'll have offers throughout the rest of the season. It's really, does he see... The right project for him. Where does he want to move his career to? Does he want to? Does he want to stay in the Premier League? Does he want to go to to, to Spain? I mean, I, I think the guy's got massive potential. You've you've never heard too many bad things say about said about him, but obviously the the form that's just uh, deteriorated over recent uh, over recent weeks. The start of this Premier League season, plus the deteriorating relationship with uh, the chairman at Spurs, has led to his downfall. But I think, he, I think he'll wait. I think he needs some time off. I think he's come out and said, I want to take some time out of the game. Look at it. I wouldn't be wouldn't surprised to see him on BN Sports or somewhere to commentate, You know, doing some media work soon. And look at Mourinho. He waited and waited. He basically spent 12, 12 months waiting for the right job, and obviously he was pretty happy in, in, in London there. So he's, he's made that move. So look, I, I, I would expect one of the big clubs to come in and get him at the right time when, when he feels he's ready to go back to work.
1: Roscoe, surprised by the decision? I'm surprised the way the decision came out, very rarely in the Premier League these days do we hear just about, uh, you know, just how you said it, Tom, two days of speculation, then boom, you're fired. Normally it's a couple months of leading up to this, like we had with Mourinho at uh, Manchester United, so... bit bit surprised on how fast it developed but not surprised after you only win three games you're sitting 14th in the table you they expect results for this team he had the card stacked against him a little bit this year i believe son was out for the asian qualifiers there he's one of their best players so he was away from the team for some time there but yeah, you got to think Jose Marino had this signed on the dotted line a couple weeks ago. He might have known something that you know, s- some of us didn't know, but we'll learn a little bit maybe more about this if Pochettini decides to join the media ranks here for the next couple weeks. Maybe he'll lead on to let us know what uh, transpired in the changing room to so he got handed the pink slip, but I think, you know, 47 years old, he's accomplished a lot. He certainly uh, proved that he can win. Uh, not any hardware, not any titles, but hopefully at his next destination, he gets a little bit more money, and he, he he might be able to do that.
2: Interesting with this result. You talk about how poor Spurs were to start the season. With this win, they'll jump up to sixth. So there's a, there's a logjam of of teams in the mid table, albeit with lots of matches to come today. But they will jump up to sixth, obviously with those those all those fixtures taking place at uh, seven o'clock UE time. Uh, one bit of breaking news, though. If you're a uh, fantasy football uh, manager Mohamed Salah he misses out on a place on Liverpool starting lineup at uh, Crystal Palace today treatment of on an ankle problem so he only makes the bench so if you've got Salah if you're captaining him well you better get him changed really quickly if you've got any time left and you probably miss that miss that window because this match is underway so Mo Salah will miss out from a place Liverpool starting lineup today at Crystal Palace
0: so Tottenham Hotspur have uh, made a statement under new management uh, all the team. Uh, at uh, Tottenham Hotspur will be uh, celebrating. They lead uh, West Ham by three goals to one. Uh, a word, though, for West Ham, and I know that you uh, will all look at me and go, oh, can't we get the words of a West Ham fan? It's, 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 it's poor there at the moment. I just can't see Pellegrini. I know that the management or the, the, the board have said that Pellegrini is going to be given more time, but losing three ones to one of your arch rivals, one of your, your Derby rivals at home as well in a game like this is just not good enough.
2: Yeah, it's one of those matches that if you're a West Ham fan, you just fancy maybe you know there's there's discontent in the in, in the uh, in the Spurs team and the camp, but obviously we often see the the new manager come in, the team really rally behind him, and that's what's happened today uh, for uh, for the, for the new coach and. Uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, they were lifeless. They showed no yep. real sort of desire, no real intent in that first half. And at 2-0 at half time the game was pretty much done and dusted. We've just seen a bit of niggle now. Harry Kane with a bit of push and shove and a couple of yellow cards have been handed out here. But four minutes remaining, and it, Spurs are going to win this game relatively comfortably. What it means to West Ham, Tom, they're going to be stuck in 16th. And they're not far... Out of the relegation, oh, they'll be in the
0: they'll be in the relegation by the end of the weekend for sure, well, guarantee.
1: I mean, Tom, you're our resident Hammers fan here. You're the only person in Barasti rooting for them right now. So, uh, would, do you want to see him out? No, I mean, I
0: like Pellegrini. I, I
1: honestly, and I know it's, 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 you know,
0: something is fundamentally wrong at the club at the moment. Given our results in what last six, seven games or so, uh, uh, we haven't taken a point in the last six games. Uh, we have, we've, we've, we've had five losses on the trot. This will be our sixth loss on the trot. Uh, uh, a lot of it. As a West Ham fan, I put down to the keeper we've got at the moment, Roberto, who is a calamity. He's hilarious. In fact, I was just down here a little earlier. came down a bit earlier uh, to watch this game. And I was chatting to a bunch of fans down here at Barasti um, in, in front of the big screen as well. And they were howling with laughter. And I said, mate, you know, you've got a Brighton top on. What are you doing here? He said, oh, we come out to watch West Ham because the keeper is just such a comedy act that we love to watch his mistakes. It makes us feel great about the game. It proves that, you know, we've all got a place in this game. He has been so bad. That it's comical at the moment but not for West Ham fans. Look at the stats, Whilst well, Lucas Fabianski was in goal okay yeah first game of the season we lost to Man City uh, they were the reigning champions and of course uh, who wouldn't be losing to Man City at that time. Uh, since then uh, we won every single game or drew every single game never lost a game with Lucas Fabianski in goal. As soon as Lucas Fabianski does his uh, uh, thigh muscle and goes out we bring in Roberto who was a bit of a sort of knee-jerk reaction by over the uh, summer months uh, and we've lost every Every single game since. You do uh, the math.
1: That's a pretty telling stat you right there. You do the math. <laughs> You start six games at keeper and you lose six in a row. So something tells me Mr. Roberto might be seeing the pink slip as well behind the uh, the, the goalie box here. It's, it's,
0: it's unfair to blame one player on a pitch. But the reason I do blame him is because I think a lot of people look at uh, a lot of people will look at, you know, look
1: to the goalkeeper for that stability. We if have a goal, th- Tommy? If you haven't got, if you. 89th minute goal off the corner. I think that's, is that Rice Declan?
0: Declan Rice, or has it been chalked off? Yeah, it just
2: seem to be a little bit of confusion. It's a, it's a swung and left-footed corner in, in from West Ham. It's been bundled over the line. He looks like he's in an offside position, does uh, Declan Rice, but we're just waiting for the linesman who's kept his flag down. So I'm, I'm guessing this is going to go to VAR. There is one minute or 30 seconds remaining of regulation time in this match, 89.30 uh, seconds of the match. He's offside, I think, there, Tom, isn't he? Yeah.
1: Does he touch it? I don't think he touches it. I think it comes off the head. They're, they, uh, So they didn't call goal. So they're not they're not giving the goal. They're not even... They're going to have a look. Oh, they are having VR. They're going to have a
0: look. Uh, so the referee has called for VAR. They're going to have a little look at this one because uh, you're right. Decision no goal uh, has come already. So VR have said uh, no goal will be... Uh, presented Declan Rice with the final touch, and he was in an offside position. So the afternoon gets even worse for West Ham. I, I, again, I just go back to the point about the, the the goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean it's easy to sort of you know point your finger at one player, but if there is one player on a pitch that exudes confidence to every other player, it's got to be your man in sticks. And if your if your man in sticks is Having something of a calamity, as Roberto has in recent time, he has he's, he's let in some uh, extraordinary goals. He's very uh, unsure under the high ball as well. If It just doesn't add that, it doesn't give that confidence to the, the four men in front of you.
2: I can tell you, the goal has been disallowed. So it's, uh, it's West Ham, who are back on attack, but they're in the final uh, final seconds here of this match. And uh, I can tell you, six minutes of um, injury time have been added uh, for the Spurs West Ham, but Spurs do lead 3-1. And going back to, back to the keeper, he just doesn't look like stopping anything. No. <laughs> he's just like anything towards him. He's either fumbling it, or he just makes a, a half save, or at best he's struggling to even even make, make any sort of impact in goal at all. So, if he doesn't install the back four with a lot of confidence, then uh, the rest of the team is going to be struggling, really. And there there can't be a lot of alternatives. There must be no one. We've got
0: David Martin on the bench, who's 34 years old. He's the son of Alvin Martin. Uh, He was brought in from NK Dons, where he was the second choice keeper uh, during the summer months as the third goalkeeping uh, choice. So, to be fair to, to West Ham fans, and I'd love to hear from West Ham fans out there as well, the sporting director has to has to table a little bit of the blame here because the buying of cover for keeper, when we let Adrian go, a world-class keeper, to Liverpool uh, during the summer months, so reliant on Fabianski staying fit. As soon as Fabianski drops out of the team, we are in trouble. So how do you uh, deal with uh, situations like that? We'd love to get your thoughts on that one. Or, of course, your team as well. Talking of teams, we'll get through team news for you a little later on in proceedings. But when we come back, we'll tell you what's happening in the Premier League, in the Championship, and over in La Liga. This is The Grill, live from Barasti, where the game is always on. It is the grill. We're live down here at Barasti, where the game is always on. Do come on down to Barasti. If you're looking for somewhere to watch your sport this evening, we got you covered. Keep it locked here on Dubai, Three Point Eight. Uh, several games to look forward to uh, from 7 o'clock this evening in the Premier League, six games, in fact, and then a massive one later on this evening, Man City against Chelsea. How much are we looking forward to that one? 9.30 kickoff. Get yourself down to Barasti to be part of a cracking atmosphere of sport. Let's talk football if we can. Mark Archer is watching an early kickoff in the Premier League. League. It's West Ham United entertaining Jose's Special Spurs Army.
2: Yeah, only 90 seconds remaining of injury time in the early kickoff of today's Premier League. It's Tottenham Hotspur 3, West Ham United 1. Goals uh, to Sun Hung Min and Lucas Moura meant that the score was 2-0 at time to Spurs. Harry Kane added a third just after half-time with a header. And the, and the one goal for West Ham has been scored by Mikael Antonio after 71 minutes. They had a goal disallowed recently uh, for offside. Young Declan, Declan Rice stuck out of foot. He was in an offside position from an in-swinging corner. Uh, the score remains 3-1 and there's one minute remaining of injury time. So Spurs, with this victory, will jump up to sixth. And West Ham United struggling in 16th, Tom.
0: Still playing in the championship as well. Early kickoff there. It's all the seas. Charlton Athletic taking on Cardiff City. Currently 2-2 in the final couple of minutes of extra time down there. It was Charlton, the home team, who took the uh, early lead through Gallagher after 13 minutes. Uh, they doubled their score before half-time on 42 through Lecco. Uh, but a great second-half comeback by the visitors, Cardiff City. Goals from Mendes Lang on 52 and Tomlin on 73 have seen them equalize thing. Barely a minute uh, to go uh, with uh, no big strikes on goal at the moment. McCauley Bond is the latest man to try finding a winner. But the Charlton players' strike has gone wide as we watch on in the last few moments. Talking of goals, though, looks like we might have a, another one. It's going to make it interesting. Final couple of seconds. Goal.
2: Yeah, West Ham has finally got the ball in the net again. again and and is another corner. And I'm just trying to identify the goal scorer here. There's literally 10 seconds remaining. It might be uh, Antonio. It's a up, isn't it? it might be Diop coming in, uh, it's, a, it's a corner, he's got the left foot on it, it beats uh, the goalkeeper to his right-hand side, and it means that with literally, to- Tom, time is up, it's uh, West Ham United 2, Tottenham Hotspur 3. So let's see if they get any time after kickoff. We've seen the kickoff just come here, and we we'll see the referee blow for full time. So we see Spurs hold on, they win 3-2, a little bit of a scare with those two late goals to West Ham, but uh, a comfortable and pleasing win. For the new manager, the special one, Jose Mourinho, is back in the Premier League, Tottenham Hotspur 3, West Ham United what 2. What did
0: uh, Ole Gunnar say? The circus is back in town, isn't it?
1: That's right, and I cannot wait for that. I can't <laughs> wait for this presser. Uh, you know, everyone that watches football, everyone that w- follows the Premier League, can't wait to see him at the podium after this game, to see what comes out of his mouth, to see what he promises these fans after a big win like this.
0: Uh, Leganés uh, took on Barcelona a little earlier on today in the early kickoff in La Liga. Lots of games to look forward to in La Liga. Real Betis against Valencia is kicking off at seven o'clock this evening, and then several games after that later on this evening. Uh, Arturo Vidal was the scorer of a scruffy late winner as La Liga leaders Barcelona came from behind to beat the bottom club Leganés. Youssef Nesri's Nesyri's stunning early strike put Leganés ahead, the host uh, team, uh, while Barcelona toiled in response. Champions improved after the break. Luis Juarez equaling with a clinical header uh, from the free kick taken by that man, Lionel Messi. So Barcelona uh, 2, Laguena's 1 was a final score in the early kickoff in the Premier League. Uh, Barcelona looking good over in Spain this year. Uh, obviously, uh, they haven't had the sort of ideal, the perfect start, if you like, but still showing their dominance.
2: Yeah, slow start for Barcelona, but you know they're going to be there or thereabouts come the business end of the season. They've got to fight on so many fronts across multiple competitions. And you just know that the class of, of Messi and Suarez and the like of uh, their star players are really to start stepping it up there. Interesting to see w- the talk with Real Madrid during the week. Gareth Bale making an interesting statement in Wales's match, um, being accused of playing too much golf and uh, prioritising his country Wales over is his club. Wales Real madrid. Wales,
0: golf madrid wasn't it, the flag?
2: Yeah, and it didn't really say that direct order, but that a lot of, uh, I think, journalists were reading a lot into that. And uh, we've been talking about it now for a while, is his time done? Uh, under Zindin Zin at Real Madrid. Well, let's wait and see, I guess. But um, is there a return to Tottenham Hotspur maybe on the cards for uh, Gareth Bale? Is that a move that Mourinho uh, might want to make I, a, a I former talking, manager at Real Madrid? Yeah, of I was just
0: talking about uh, that with a friend down here. Uh, I and mean, if ever there was a man who would be able to entice a certain Gareth Bale back uh, to Tottenham Hotspur, where, of course, he made his name uh, back in the day, uh, it would be Jose Mourinho. And I don't think, think that one's off the cards. Roscoe?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Jose Marino has that power, but I just don't know if Gareth Bale is going to be heading back there. I think Gareth Bale is set with this high, high wage right now, and no one wants to touch it. He's getting paid too much money, and I don't know if the Spurs are going to touch him. Gareth Bale's sitting at 31 or 30. How old is he right now, Tom? 31? 31, yeah. 31. I mean, that's kind of... The later years right now i don't see him coming back to town we'll see
0: this is interesting as well we're just looking at pictures at the end of this game uh of the players coming off from the london stadium at uh, the west ham home stadium jose Mourinho has stayed out to welcome all of his players back onto the field uh back off the field i should say uh, including uh Ming someone who's coming off the field now and deli ali deli ali a player who has been critical uh, of jose Mourinho in the past couple of tweets have surfaced this uh, this week, uh, where Deli Alli was not exactly forthcoming with praise for a certain Jose Mourinho. Interesting that Jose went with Deli. He's been out of form since the beginning of this season as well. Started him, and it was he who was responsible for keeping the ball in for that second goal rather dramatically as well. So I think that is something of a bit of a play by Jose Mourinho.
1: Deli Alli's 23 years old. That tweet came out six years ago, when he was in the midst of growing his first facial hair. So let's cut him a little bit of slack because when I was 15 years old or I was 16 years old, if I had Twitter, I would be in so much trouble right now, you wouldn't even allow me on the airwaves. So let's cut Dele Alli a little bit of slack. Cozy Marino going with his man today, giving him some confidence, and then after the game, waiting for Dele Alli to come off the pitch, and he really gives him a real big firm handshake and hug, kind of saying, listen, I'm going to go with you here. So it was nice, nice gesture for Marino, for all of his players coming off the pitch there. Let's see if they buy in, and we can't wait to see him Press conference. just
2: a quick correction on that final goal for West Ham it was Angelo Ogbonna who scored the second goal So Spurs 3, West Ham 2, Tottenham up to 6th in the league lots of matches taking place today, they won't be 6th at the end of today's Premier League round and West Ham in trouble, Tom. They're in 16th in danger of slipping into a big relegation battle.
0: Indeed, they are. You're listening to Dubai i one a 3.8. As always, we're asking you to get involved in the conversation. Uh, Jose is back. The circus is back in town. He starts with three points. Uh, a welcome three points for Tottenham Hotspur. But what does that mean for Manuel Pellegrini? We've seen uh, one um, uh, casualty when it comes to club management uh, throughout the course of the last seven days. Uh, Pellegrini, I've oh, just got this feeling. I've got this feeling that losing to your arch-rivals at home in that sort of style will be enough for the two Davies. I think Pellegrini's gone.
2: It's, t- it's tough to argue with that, but I think they, when they brought him in, obviously the, the the owners had a plan at the start of last season when they brought him in, a highly coveted uh, manager, a very classy guy, t- t- done everything. He's, he's, he's conducted himself really well in the Premier League, I thought. Highly highly regarded in Spain as well, where, where he came back from. And you know, the, the only thing about West Ham, I would say, Tom, is who are they going to replace him with? Is, 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 is Who's the assistant manager? Where do they go out into the market? Who do they get? Who's available? Um, all those million-dollar questions. Bunch, and, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think he's going to hold on. He's got slightly bigger ambitions, I think, than mid-table mediocrity with West Ham.
0: Oh, harsh. Uh, but if ever, but if, true. if ever you need it, harsh but fair, uh, I'll take that. But if ever you needed an opportunity for him to rub salt into wounds... It would be against your arch rivals. What was the reason he left Tottenham Hotspur? The reason he left Tottenham Hotspur because he had a falling out with the ball because he couldn't buy the players that he wanted to bring into the club to bolster their hopes to kick on from that Champions League final uh, performance last year. The two Davids were given that because they've had an open checkbook policy for the last couple of
2: seasons. Yeah, I know you say that, but is, does Pochettino is his ambition from going from a Champions League final, from t- multiple top four finishes in, in the Premier League, you know, third place behind, uh, you know, Man City and behind Liverpool in recent years, to going to to? Does he want to really? Does he have the stomach for a relegation battle? Is that really what he's about? Is that where he wants to go with his career? No, I'm just I'm just I'm just laying out the facts, and you know, I I, I think there's a big club. His next signing will be one of the big clubs, big European clubs.
1: Stop and wait. Just do do the uh, Jose Mourinho plan. Sit back. Do a couple press junkets, get on the sports, get on the sports shows, do a couple of that, and then enjoy your time with your family. Then this, t- then during next season, pick up a big club. Someone will come after him and throw a bunch of money at him.
0: It's half past the hour. It's time for us to take a short break. When we come back, team news, the boys. we be running through the home team news, the away team news ahead of six games in the Premier League. This is The Grill, live from Barasti, where the game is always on. Game on and game on for Jose Mourinho. He has opened up his new campaign. As the boss of Spurs, they've taken the three points against a very bad and woeful West Ham. Woeful West Ham, uh, losing at home is that the end for Manuel Pellegrini? We'll keep an eye on that one, uh, and we've got Roscoe Cristo keeping an eye uh, on all things Jose Mourinho as well. We're waiting for that press conference, aren't
1: we? Yeah, that'll be a good one. He uh, he, he he never disappoints, does he, at the podium? Uh, let's get to some of your six o'clock kickoffs. Uh, Crystal Palace taking
0: on Liverpool. Uh, sorry, seven o'clock kickoffs. I should say uh, an hour later. Hence why we have changed the times right here on the grill. Uh, let's do Crystal Palace against Liverpool. Crystal Palace boss Roy Hodgson has named an unchanged side as his team attempt to avoid five successive Liverpool defeats with a packed midfield, Jordan ayu up top, Liverpool for their part they make one change to the side that beat Man City before the break and it's a big one Mo Salah has not fully recovered from his ankle injury so he drops to the bench Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain starts in his place question fellas is this Liverpool's year?
2: It's looking like it, isn't it, Tom? And uh, if you're a Manchester United fan like myself, you're just uh, just waiting for the slip-up to happen. But what we've seen different this year from Liverpool is that they've won matches they maybe should have drawn. They're getting late minutes. Uh, they call it clop time now. It used to be Ferguson, Fergie time, but now clop time. They're getting late winners. They're getting late equalisers. They seem to be grinding out results when they're not quite on their best game. And we've also seen a bit of a decline from Manchester City. They've maybe taken their eye off the ball a little bit, maybe concentrating on other things like a Champions League title. So Liverpool... Firmly in the driving seat, uh, leading the table at the moment. Eight points is the gap to Leicester City and uh, Manchester City in second. And it's a very strong, uh, consistent lineup we see from Liverpool. Week in, week out. Klopp doesn't like to tinker too much, does he? He goes to get his first team out there playing as much as possible. And you know he's got a bit of squad depth when he can leave the likes of Mo Salah out. So look at Liverpool today, Alisson in goal. Back four of Robertson, Van Dijk, Lovren and Alexander-Arnold across the back. Wijnaldum, Fabinho and uh, Henderson in the midfield. Firmino will play the sort of out-and-out uh, out, out striker. Mane up the left. Oxlade-Chamberlain, who comes in for Mo Salah, up the right. And it's a really strong, solid Liverpool outfit today. And you expect them to go and get three points at Crystal Palace? Uh-
0: Crystal Palace currently in
2: 13th position
0: uh, under the management of Roy Hodgson. You know what we're going to get with Roy and his teams as well. Uh, Again, it's been a bit of a sort of mixed bag, isn't it, for the Eagles? I know you've got a a soft spot, uh, haven't you, Ross Chris, for the Eagles themselves. They've got such talent in their ranks there with the likes of Wilfred Zaha, uh, Milivojevic in the middle uh, of the field, Coyote as well. Are you up front? There are no shortage of goal options for them. Uh, and you'd be happy, I suppose, as a Palace fan to be in that sort of mid-table division at the moment.
1: Yeah, if you can just turn a couple of those ties in the wins right now, you'd be sitting a little bit higher, sitting you know top six right now with four wins, three ties and five losses, sitting at 15 points right center of the table. Is kind of where you expect to be as an Eagles fan. I mean, year in, year out, you're just hoping that they're not at the they're not in the relegation ranks, but they're still kind of in the mix. If they can rattle off a few uh, nice results here, who knows? Maybe they can be staring at the top six.
0: A massive game. Talking of releg- relegation, a massive game for Watford this afternoon. Uh, they are at home uh, this afternoon taking on Burnley as well, who are currently uh, sitting in 11th position. Why is it a massive game for them? Because if uh, fixtures go or res- results go their way, This afternoon, Watford with the opportunity of getting themselves out of that relegation zone. Currently on eight points. Uh, Three points for them today would see them go above Aston Villa uh, and out of the relegation zone. Results go uh, their way at the moment. bit of team news for you.
2: Yeah, tough to call this match, Tom, because Watford are winless in their last 10 Premier League home games and Burnley are winless in their last eight away league games. So I'm fancying the draw here, just looking at those two statistics here. But looking at the Burnley team, uh, let me give you their starting line-up for today. It's Pope and goal, back four of Taylor, Mee, Tarkowski and Bardsley across the back. McNeil on the left-hand side of midfield. Cork, Westwood and Hendrick on the right, and up front, Barnes, and the big Kiwi striker, Chris Wood, leading the line.
0: Yeah, um, unsurprisingly there, Sean Dyche uh, naming exactly the same team uh, that won so convincingly and comfortably against West Ham before the international break. That's again uh, from West Ham fans' point of view, but also for those observing the early kickoff in the Premier League, Uh, the bad news for Manuel Pellegrini. You know, we've had a couple of weeks off here. It's been international break. This is meant to be the time that teams come together. They can press uh, reset. They can press on and off and go again. Uh, through a new campaign. But it looks like same old West Ham uh, back in the mould at the moment. Burnley, though, they'll be looking to build uh, on that success at West Ham. Uh, Chris Wood is back. He missed New Zealand's match midweek, didn't he? Because he refused on t- to play on the artificial pitch.
2: Yeah, a lot of players obviously have issue going between the grass and then playing on these sort of 3- 4D or artificial pitches. So probably a wise move. I- I'm guessing uh, Burnley and Chris Wood also want to pre- protect uh, his his... his p- his payday, his masters, is really, really, really ruins his salary. In so,
0: a, in, a, in a country that is so rugby mad, like New Zealand, uh, rugby mad, uh, uh, sailing mad as well, with the successes that you've had on rugby fields and in sailing competitions, World the Cup World, uh,
2: uh, tie winners as well, cricket World Cup tie winners this year. Well,
0: they, they're, they're, well, runners-up, I think. We'll, we'll give you the runners-up, if that's all right. Um, but where does where does Chris Wood sit in the sort of in the pantheon of 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 sporting? I mean, is he a man who is is recognised and talked about over in New
2: Zealand? I, I think he's he's known now as our sort of leading footballer. We had um, uh, Winston Reid at West Ham for a number of years, being our Still sort there. of our, our most highest-profile footballer. Burst on, he burst on the scene in the twenty ten uh, uh, football World Cup, where New Zealand was actually undefeated across their pool matches. The only undefeated team at that World Cup. Tom, I must may, have heard that may, out of your mouth twenty times. May, since may, I've may met I add time. that uh, subtly <laughs> into the conversation? Uh, but Chris Wood now really is the uh, is the is the flagship New Zealand football player on on the international scene. We have uh, the Phoenix that play in the Australian League, um, but really the, the best players will head towards Europe. And I think he's he's done really well in his sort of two seasons now in the Premier League. I think he's a good sort of ten to fifteen goal man a season. He's a he's a old fashioned target to target center man not he board, Your big highest grossing al- athlete? Um, he would be up there, I'd have to have a think about that. I but think he uh, is.
1: I think in the key we got in the NBA is number two, I believe.
2: No oh, big um, big Steven uh, Steve Adams, Adams who's on about twenty five million dollars a year I think would uh, swamp uh, Does it uh, beat him? Chris Wood by 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 many million I'd say.
1: Well I'm rooting for Burnley today. Got them in the killer league and Ashley Barnes has done nothing but great, great things for my fantasy football team. Five goals in 11 games. I'm hoping he knocks one in today.
0: Uh, team news for you for Watford. They make three changes for today's game. Uh, Kiko Femenya is in for Daryl Yanmat after Adrian Mariapa replaces the suspended Christian Cabasele. Andre Gray uh, joins uh, Gerard Delafu uh, up front in place of Roberto Pereria. Uh, that's the Watford 11. then, Foster in goals. Uh, you'll see a back three, if you like, a Cathcart, Dawson, a Mariapa. Femenya on the right-hand side with Holobas on the left in a more advanced position. It's almost like a sort of back five, if you like, with Holobas and Femenya just that little bit more advanced. Uh, a three uh, holding in midfield, Hughes, Kapuwe and Decore with Gray and Delafu up front for Watford. We'll keep an eye on that one for you uh, throughout the course of proceedings. Let's get down to the Southcote. Loads of Brighton fans in this evening down here at Barasti. They're all weighed, uh, wearing their colours with pride today. Uh, why are they out nice and early? Well a few of them obviously out to see how Jose Mourinho did in his first game for Spurs but the real reason they're here is to see Brighton against Leicester. It will be one of the big games uh, shown down here. In fact it is the big game on the big screen down here this afternoon, so get yourself down and be part of it. Brighton defender Adam Webster, and attacking midfielders Aramui and Solly March come in for Lewis Dunk, Stephen Alzate, and Aaron. Uh, uh, and um, uh, sorry, Aaron Connolly as well, who's also been dropped to the bench. Brighton, therefore, Ryan Webster, Duffy, Byrne, Montoya, Proper, Stevens, March, Trossard, Mopey. And uh, Morpay and Mui on the sub bench for them. Basuma, Gross, Bulagan, Cehanbach, Murray, Cechuleto, and Button. That is your Bri- your Brighton team news. That's the home team. What about Leicester? How impressive have Leicester been?
2: Yeah, they've been a good good se- side to watch, haven't they? And the, the, both these teams have come into a bit of form. Leicester have won six of their last seven league matches, and, and you talk about Brighton. Well, they're also bidding for a fourth straight home league win. So both teams bang in form going to this match, and uh, it's it's a it's a very consistent, unchanged eleven from the team that beat uh, Arsenal 2-0. Very impressive win uh, last uh, league of the round of the Premier League. So uh, defender Johnny, Edim, Johnny Evans, he retains his place, having recovered from a stomach problem picked up earlier in the week. Uh, the very reliable Kasper Schmeichel in goal. Chilwell on the left, Pereira on the right at the back, and I can't pronounce the man from Turkey's name. So cheap. So cheap, there he is. And, and the, whole, the, big, uh, the big central defender along with uh, Johnny Evans we talked about there. Then to sits in behind the uh, the, the midfield for their hold, as, as the holding defensive uh, midfielder Barnes Madison, who's been very impressive this year, made his uh, I think his England debut recently. Uh, Tilman's. And Perez on the right. And, of course, Jamie Vardy, Vardy bang in form again this season, uh, knocking in goals week in, week out. Always looks a real threat with his pace. He is the the lone man up in the number nine shirt.
0: Retired internationally, Jamie Vardy uh, a, uh, made that statement last year. Do you think, given the th- given the, the the form he's in at the moment, that Gareth Southgate might be having a quick word with uh, Jamie Vardy to reconsider that decision?
2: I, I think uh, Vardy just sort of probably... He was a late comer too, wasn't he? He's was late latecomer to the Premier League. He, he learned his uh, trade in the, in the in the lower leagues and really burst into sort of preeminence in the, in the season when they won a few years ago. And he's been a, 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 one of the leading marksmen in that Premier League. And I, I don't know. I think he, I think he probably retired for a reason. He probably didn't see another big tournament in him, whether it be the Euros or another World Cup. So I think he wanted to focus on his Premier League, pr- pr- prolong his Premier League career. And he looks dangerous week in, week out. And he just, uh, I mean, Leicester City look like a good footballing side. They're a side that if you're not one of their fans, you just want to watch them play because they actually play a good style of football.
0: Interesting, isn't it, uh, Roscoe? Because um, you look to the youth of today, and I know uh, as an educator, uh, you obviously uh, get the ear of many. I, I, I turn to my son, 13-year-old son here. Um Who's his? The player he wants to be. You know, we all wanted to be someone. We were, I wanted to be Gavin Hastings when I was growing up. I used to kick balls in the back of the uh, in the back garden. Uh, wear my collar up as well on my Scotland top. So if I was uh, rugby way, I wanted to be Gavin Hastings. Uh, cricket time, oh, 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 I had the three three three. I was all about being Mr. Ian Bow for my Duncan Fernley. I was all about that as well. So I, 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 you have people that you aspire to be. Who does Gus? Urquhart want to be in terms of the Premier League at the moment. Who's the player that he looks up to?
2: It's not Jamie Vardy, is it? Jamie Vardy.
0: It's not Jamie Vardy.
2: Does he play for Leicester City?
0: Now remember that Gus is a Man U fan, right?
2: Ooh, I can see him being the young, uh, the new young Welsh winger. How does that sound?
0: Daniel James. Daniel James. It's not him, no. That's a right. bit of a red herring. It's not a Man U fan. Uh, uh, no, not, not a Man U player. He's just a Man U fan. You're not know, giving us a lot,
2: lot to work with here, Tom, to be honest. Uh, so
0: yeah. No, the, the reason I'm saying it is because it, it is James Madison. So when I asked him, you know, who's who's, uh, uh, who's your hero in the Premier League at the moment, James Madison is the, is the player that a 13-year-old who loves this football is looking up to him say, one day I want to be like him, or one day I want to be him. He's his sort of go-to player. And I find that fascinating because it gives you a little insight as to the fact that, you know, Premier League has often been uh, the breeding ground and the and, and the, and the playground for so many of the great players of the world, the great international players, and yet a young English talent coming through. For Leicester City, is seen as one of the pin-up boys of the Premier League.
2: And it will be interesting to see if Leicester City, they struggle to hold on to... Um Harry, uh, who went to Manchester United in the off-season, Maguire. Ma- Harry Maguire, obviously he the form of Leicester City, the form of Harry Maguire for Leicester and for England, made him a target and you just wonder whether Madison will be the same thing, whether some of the, one of the big Premier League clubs, whether it be a, a Liverpool or a Man City or a Manchester United, will show some interest in Madison and try and prime away from Leicester City. But he has been a standout player, he's a attacking midfielder, wears a number 10 shirt, he gets forward, He gets. he's a free kick, he's a man that takes the free kicks, he's always a threat from a dead ball situation and he just sort of pops up at the right time, doesn't he? He always gives himself a chance, he always fancy he's going to nab a goal or two. So, yeah, and he's just He's a great sort of all-round player. You also see him providing a lot of the great passes to put Vardy into space and give him those sort of one-on-one situations that a man like Vardy with who's pace to burn He loves to exploit.
0: Bournemouth taking on Wolves. Let's stay down on the south coast if we can. Eddie Howe has made a couple of changes uh, for us this afternoon. One in fourth change to the Bournemouth side. They lost 2-1 at Newcastle before the international break. Uh, Josh King uh, misses out with a hamstring problem picked up in that game with defender Simon Francis coming in for his first Premier League start of the campaign. So Bournemouth uh, line up with Ramsdale in goal. Back three of Cook, Ake and Francis just ahead of them. Uh, in a holding midfield role. You've got Billing and Cook. Uh, Out on the left, Rico. Out on the right, Smith. And then three men up front, three target men, if you like. Wilson, Fraser, uh, and Wilson up front as well. So uh, Bournemouth uh, taking on Wolves. How do they line up today?
2: Yeah, interesting uh, match for Wolves. They've shown a bit of form in recent as well. We talked about the form of uh, Leicester. We talked about the form of Brighton. But Wolves are also unbeaten in their last seven league matches. Patricia on goal. Uh, Sace, Cody, and uh, Den Docker across the ba- in the back three. Johnny up the left-hand side. Matinho, Neves, and Doherty, who's had another, a really yeah. good season as well, on the right. Jimenez up front as the target man, their, their go-to guy. Jota on the left and Traore on the right is uh, the the lineup for uh, Nuno Espirito Santo.
0: I like watching Wolves. I like watching the way that Wolves go about their thing. Uh, I like watching Leicester. I like watching Chelsea. Three teams that I wouldn't have picked at the beginning of the season. Uh, in terms, and this is from a West Ham fan who doesn't like watching West Ham at the moment because they're appalling. <laughs> but in terms of you know the style of football, I know you don't really have a team per se, Roscoe, but y- you are. You're a, you're, a, you're a man who appreciates good football uh, and good attacking football, and those are the three teams that are really outstanding at the moment.
1: Wolf saved me last week against Villa in my this this killer league. You have to pick a winner each league, Ruben and Ruben uh, Neves and Jimenez score a goal, and I think they've been on a fine run of form, like you said, Mark Archer. Haven't lost since early September, so. He's really put together a good side. You look up across, you look up and down that whole entire lineup. You see a lot of Portuguese uh, influence, a lot of Brazilian influence, and it seems like uh, they're starting to find the back of the net and play as one. So, I like the Wanderers right now. They're looking good. We'll give you
0: news, uh, team news for Everton against Norwich uh, and Arsenal against Southampton in just a few moments' time. Plus, of course, uh, that man, the special one, has been speaking post-match. We'll give you analysis of that. You're listening to The Grill. More of the biggest sports stories now.
1: On Dubai I 103.8.
0: There was Roscoe and I talking about. Attractive football, good-looking football, enjoying watching uh, football teams that are playing nice-looking football at the moment. Not sure if Arsenal fall into that category at the moment. Certainly, if you're an Arsenal fan out there, uh, you will be saying no is the case. A lot of uh, speculation about the future of Unai Emery. And again, he'll be another man uh, under the uh, periscope uh, throughout uh, 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 the proceedings this afternoon. Arsenal at home to Southampton. Any changes there?
2: Uh, well we can talk about two changes to the 11 that started in the 2-0 loss against Leicester. You talk about the, the poor form of Arsenal. They still are in sixth on the table. So it's not the, it's not the, the the start of the season to end all starts of season. They're actually still in a reasonable position to challenge and try and make, it, make sure they, they guarantee sort of a top four spot. But they are winless in their last four league matches, Tom. So they have been a notable slump. Over recent weeks, there are also reports. Uh, Granite Jacker may return to the matchday squad, but he's also absent for a fifth game. Obviously, a pretty high-profile falling out with the crowd and with the team a little bit over some actions. Uh, in recent weeks, when he sort of uh disrespected the uh, captain's armband to to a degree. But uh, starting lineup for Arsenal today: Leno in goal, back three of Lewis, Socrates, and Chambers. Uh, in the midfield, Tierney, uh, uh Torreira, and Ballerin on the right. Ozil. Is there uh, in just off, just in the tin shirt, a Yang up the left, Lacazette up the right. They do have some potent power going forward. It's just whether they can stop conceding goals. For me, is the problem with Arsenal, Tom.
0: Oh, they're taking on Southampton, who are in need of a win. Again, crucial game for Southampton this afternoon, up in the nation's capital, uh, in London. Why? Because if Southampton were to win this game away on the road, uh, and if Uh, Other results were to go in their favour. They could potentially get themselves out of the relegation zone for the first time this season. Southampton currently uh, in 19th of 20 positions in the Premier League on eight points. Any team news on them?
2: Yeah, I can tell you about Southampton. Though you talk about trying to win to get out of that bottom, uh, the bottom three there in the, in the relegation battle, they do find themselves in. They have lost their last seven matches, so they're going to have to have a big turnaround in form here. Maybe Arsenal is the team that they need to go and uh, get something from. But uh, for, for Southampton, three changes to the lineup that lost their their last match um, in the two-one defeat against Everton. McCarthy in goal, back four of Bertrand, Stevens, Benarak and Soares up on the right. Armstrong, Hoiberg, and Ward Prowse uh, on the right-hand side. Also of midfield, Redmond up the left wing. Danny Ings is—he's the—he's the sort of the out-and-out out centre forward, and uh, Obafemi on the right. That's the starting lineup for Southampton.
0: That's what uh, Southampton have gone with. What about Everton against Norwich? That's the other game kicking off at 7 o'clock this evening. All these games, by the way, are live down here at Barasti, where the game is always on. We're just seeing the Liverpool players making their way out onto the field, so it will be the Liverpool game, which is on the big screen. But all the other games have been shown on the 20-plus screens down here at Borrasti. Everton against against Norwich is another of the games that will be shown down here. Uh, Marco Silva has kept faith with the 11 that started with the uh, 2-1 win at Southampton before the international break while Moise Keane uh, dropped from the squad before the Saints game for being late for a team meeting, is back, and he's on the bench. So Everton will line up with Jordan Pickford, the England international keeper, in goals. Uh, just ahead of him, you got Holgate and Mina. Uh, Dinye down the left, and Sedebe down the right. Schneider and Davis with a little more advanced role just in front of that back four, with a uh, three uh, through the midfield of and Sigerson and Walcott Tosin, the, man, uh, the target man up front. Now Norwich, Crucial game for them. They currently lie at the bottom of the Premier League, uh, rooted to the bottom in 20th position, despite uh, a couple of good results earlier on in the season. Then they'll be looking back to get getting back to winning ways. Uh, a win today wouldn't see them getting out of the relegation zone, but they will certainly do them a favour.
2: Yeah, and they've really struggled to score goals away from home, Tom. They've only scored one goal away from home uh, this season, and that seems to be a problem for them. Uh, they've played some good football, some yeah. enterprising football. They're a team that you, you, you want to go watch because they actually knock the ball around and uh, create some chances for the big man up front, Pookie, I'd uh, love to see him get on the scoreboard again. But back in goal, it's uh, Tim Kroll. Back four of Byram, Godfrey, Zimmerman and Aarons on the right. Uh, midfield, packed midfield. Cantwell, who's had a good season on the left-hand side. McLean, uh, Teddy, just in a defensive position of midfield. Tribal and Hernandez up the right. And that uh, big striker, the target man, Cookie is up the front.
0: Um, it's underway over in the Bundesliga. It's been a few goals there. Union Berlin uh, are leading B- B- Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, Bayern Leverkusen are trailing to Freiburg. Wolfsburg have taken a first-half lead on 24 against Frankfurt. And Bayern Munich, uh, who are back into the stride of things, uh, they lead Dusseldorf on the road at the moment. I'll give you goal scorers for all of those games in just a little while. Uh, over in Italian, Serie A we've got the first of three games underway. Atalanta taking on the reigning champions Juventus and doing well. As Well, they're holding them 0-0 at halftime in that game. AC Milan against Napoli, Torino against Inter later in proceedings. Uh, We're about to get underway in the 7 o'clock kick-off. Liverpool against Palace is our feature game on the big screen. But when the goals go in in any of the Premier League games, when the goals go in in any of the big games across the whole of Europe, and of course other sports news coming your way between now and the end of play at 9 o'clock. This is The Grill.
1: Join the conversation.
0: Text 4001 or message us for free on the Dubai Eye app. There's just so much more to hear.
1: Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.